0: Surround yourself with good, solid people Mm -hmm. because you're a reflection of the people you hang out with, right? And so if you surround yourself with good people that have good goals and the same beliefs that you do that are on the same trajectory, they're not gonna hold you back.
1: What is good, futurists? This is Michael Zakan, founder and creator of Our Future. We're a business media brand delivering exclusive insights and career advice to young professionals so you can supercharge your future. Thoughts on the new tagline? I'm messing with it. Today, we have a special weekend episode that was recorded live last week with an incredible family man and world-class entrepreneur and franchise machine, Dan Kellogg. I met Dan by the pool in Palm Desert during my vacation, and we had an amazing convo about family, business, and serendipity. The following day, me and my friends were pulling up to the pool again, and here Dan comes with his family in the parking spot behind us. And there was just this part of me that day that told me to pack my microphone and my laptop just in case Dan was going to be there. And he was. And I just know the meeting was meant to be. Life is random. So is the business world. Enjoy the second ever live episode of the Our Future podcast. In five, four, three, two, one, live from the JW Marriott Desert Palm Springs, There you go. This guy, I was sitting by the pool. and I looked over and he was nodding at me. And I was like, yo, what's good, man? How you doing? And we uh, worked up a combo, and it's just great to have you here, man. There we go, that's how we roll. Today we're gonna talk about why you don't need to know what your career is gonna look like. You just have to go out and chase life and some crazy shit might happen. So, 19 years old, I was. California. 19. Where else would you want to be? Exactly. Moved moved it from Minnesota. There you go.
0: Getting yep. out of the getting out of the cold weather. Yeah, I was sitting on the lake, water skiing uh, one summer, talking to a buddy of mine who's a sophomore at college. I just finished my freshman year. Yeah. Playing football. It's really the only reason why I went to school. For sure. And uh, it was because of sports. And I'm like, man, I just don't know if I want to go back. My my sophomore year, and he's like, I don't know if I want to go back. And I said, Let's try something different. You know, before we get married, settle down, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we uh, talked to our folks and yeah. saved a little bit of cash that summer working. Really. And uh, got in our cars in the fall and busted to California.
1: I mean, it's all about just just sending it, right? Like yep. that point of just getting after it, making that choice to get across the country. Um, so many enterprising individuals have moved to California to build a business, including my parents and it's a beautiful thing it is all right so you arrive in la um lax what's you, you next? know, we drove yeah
0: so we drove out i drove my car he drove his car and we get here like on a tuesday or wednesday yeah and uh you know so we we get into our place like three o'clock and immediately go to the pool at our apartment complex right yeah and, and we were the young guys there so we're talking to guys you know like my age now yeah yeah, yeah. and and i'm like i want to be in the hotel business i think and, He's like, well, you got to go work at this hotel if you want to be in the hotel business. My buddy wanted to be a banker, who he is still today. He owns a bank, and wow. so it's kind of cool how that worked out. Yeah, and um, so we both go interview the next day and land jobs. Right? Well, of course, you, know, you get a job on a Wednesday. You landed
1: a job the same day. You yeah. went
0: out for one? Yeah, because they're like, oh, you're from Minnesota. You got a good work ethic. You're hired. You know, boom, boom. And so um, they're like, hey, start Monday. So we wake up like Thursday morning, and nothing <laughs> to do. Right? And I go, we should go to L.A. And go to like Johnny Carson, yeah, price is right, do something like that, you know. And so we hop in our car, you know, of course, no tickets, and um, we drive into, I guess, Burbank.
1: So you were just expecting to get a ticket at the door or something? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) We didn't know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> why not? All know? right, all right, you can talk yeah. your way into so it. So we show up to the ticket window, and the lady's like, you know, hey, we don't have any tickets. There's like 300 people waiting in line to get in. Yeah. You got a mail for like two months in advance. Yeah. So we go into this little concession area where you can get like a pop and a hot dog, kind of trying to figure out okay. our next move, you know. Yeah, of course. And um, we meet these two girls and uh, start having a conversation, and they're like, hey, you guys go into the show. And we go, well, we don't have tickets. Like, well, we've got two tickets in our car. No way. <laughs> yeah. So I go, all right, I'll jump in line with this girl. And, and my buddy went to the car with the other girl to get the tickets. They come back and now we're in line, you know. Epic. Yeah. And so um, so this is kind of where it gets a little crazy. So when we leave the apartment, um, I had my brother's ID with me. <laughs> Used you your brother's ID. Yeah, because yeah.
1: you weren't even 21 yet. Well,
0: I was. Well, no, I wasn't. I was 19, but the drinking age in Minnesota was 19. Now what? California oh, was really? 21. Yeah, no way. Yep. I didn't know that. And so when I moved out here, um, I brought my brother's ID with me too. Okay. And so uh, we go down to the, you know, the show, or whatever. And I got my brother's ID, and left mine back because I'm thinking, well, if we don't go to the show, we're going to go out, right? And yeah. To people and. So give them that ID and uh, get in the show. And I'm David, so they call me. So down. you're David, David Kellogg on the okay. show on Price Is Right. And so, um, <laughs> yeah. So
1: that's how it went. So then it was David, <laughs> David Kellogg, come down, come down, and and you're in it. Exactly. This they just call, they they cold call people from the audience. Well, so what they do is they interview you
0: before you go into the show. Okay. So they line you to up to see if like, you're cool or yeah, I think okay. and can you communicate and all that, right? So go they line ahead. you up in rows of four, like eighty people deep. And you walk up and you, and they look at your name tag Yeah. and they go, Hey, David, where are you from and what do you do? And how you answer that question is if you get kind of picked so up. So
1: how important do you think it is that young people have just a, a way to pitch themselves real quick? Oh, it's huge. You oh. need a personal story, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. A personal story and then just believe in yourself. Right. Yeah. And, and just be yeah. you know be able to communicate and be able to, you know, like we met. Right. Talk exactly. With, talk with strangers, talk with anybody, Serendipity. you know, it's you just never know what's going to come out of it, you know, and uh, so, yeah, so we get in the studio audience, second person, David Kellogg, come on down. You're the next contestant on the price. David Kellogg, well, come so on down. so i I'm like, oh, no, what? I didn't want to get picked, right? So I'm like, shoot, I, you know, I got the wrong name. Like, you know, I grew up in a small town in Minnesota. I'm like, oh, no. And so, and I didn't want to tell Bob on TV that I'm Dan, not yeah. Dave. And she goes, okay, no problem. You yeah, know, we'll just deal with it after the show. So then I felt, all right, this is good. I'm, I'm fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dang. So you got up there. Well, what, so what'd you have to guess? I mean, what were the, ob, what were the things that you had to? Yeah. To try so and put played a price the, played
0: the piggy bank game, which is a, which is a game where you've got, you know, pig, you just kind of throw out numbers, right? There's like a piggy bank, yeah. like a recliner, and then like a car. Yeah. And I, I won the recliner. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. And so then, yeah. um, again, I'm 19, right? Yeah. And so I'm like. Hey, nineteen years old, new recliner.
1: <laughs> got it, got a recliner. Okay. Yeah, pretty,
0: pretty good deal. Yeah. So then that got me in the showcase, right? Or not showcase, but the the wheel spin. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody goes to that, and so now I go to the wheel spin, and I spin that thing, and I'm spinning it all oh, hard, as hard yeah, as you can, it, as hard as I can. Yeah, okay. and it's going round, 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 lands right on a buck. And Bob was so jacked up. I mean I got a video of a me buck? and Bob just like grabbing hands, high fiving, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um uh, my, my buddy in the audience is going crazy, it's going you know. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so so yeah, so that got me in the showcase. And I was the runner up because I had won a lesser valued prize okay. before the, the wheel. And so um there's there's two contestants in the showcase. I'm sure everybody's seen the, the prices right. Mm-hmm. But um the first contestant gets to either bid on the first group of prizes or pass it. Okay, and so it was everything for Dad. That's what the showcase was huh. titled. And so it was a set of pin seeker golf clubs, a snapper, riding with eleven gear or three, yeah, eleven gears or whatever, a big bar and a sailboat to sleep six people. And so I bid on that huh. on that deal. You and, bid on the sailboat. Yep, I bid on that whole pack. The whole pack. Fifteen grand. Fifteen cause, grand. Because in my mind, I'm thinking I grew up on a lake, so I'm like, ah, oh, the sailboats probably worth ten
1: lawnmowers were two or Damn, three things were so much more inexpensive or totally you know, just by dollar amount yeah yeah
0: yeah, exactly but what i didn't know was the bar was like a ten thousand dollar bar that's what threw me off right well anyway so the lady then she um goes over on her bid so i automatically win yeah so i won the entire showcase so i won like 30 grand worth the cash and prizes 30 <laughs> grand right there yeah yeah right there, right, right there, there. yep exactly. how'd you feel mm. man we were i was so pumped up I mean, we come running out of there, you know. We got jump in my buddy's car. I got yeah. the name tag on. I'm you here, got everything. You're up. on TV and all that. Uh, yeah. And just, you, you know. I mean, There's no cell
1: phones back then. You couldn't call your mom or your dad. You no, know, right? dude.
0: And think about it like 30 grand back then is like 150 today. Time yeah. value of money, right? I mean, that was a lot of money to a 19 year old kid in 1985, you yeah. know? And That's so, crazy. That's probably uh, like double or triple of the now. Show and everything, right? yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people, they win money on these game shows and they just. They squander it, and you used it to to start a business. So tell me about entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah, so
0: I did. So grew up in a hardworking family. My dad was a restaurateur for over 60 years, started his first restaurant at 17. Wow. Your
1: dad started a restaurant when he was 17? 17 years
0: old. Man, I mean, he road trip to California when he was like 14 with his two brothers. You know? So he
1: went to California first? Yeah,
0: he did. Yeah, he he came out here just kind of for a vacation at 14. He like hopped in the car and drove out here, you know? <laughs> and so nice. always kind of knew about California and thought, oh, that sounds like a great place to be and all that. But anyway, so grew up in a hardworking family of entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and, you know, our conversation around the dinner table were about, you know, food costs, labor costs, payroll, you know, all that kind of thing. and. But I always knew I wanted to get into the hotel side of, sure. of that hospitality So you knew business. you
1: wanted to get into hotels from a young age? I did, yeah. That's we're, interesting. Yeah. yeah, So many people say they don't know what they wanted to do. Right. But it's cool that you did. Yeah, and I think it was just from traveling with my family and staying in
0: hotels. I always yeah. thought it was super cool. And back in the day, there was a couple shows, one called The Love Boat. And yeah. we were talking about cruises earlier, and I was like, I always thought about working on a cruise ship, yeah, yeah. Or and then there was a show called Hotel. It's like I thought about you know being in that hotel with a nice tie and a you know wingtips on. And For sure, that always oh, that
1: sounds nah, really there's cool. There's something you know. special about hospitality and tourism. I mean, yeah. we're sitting at a resort right now, exactly. Uh, you know, granted the COVID stuff, but anyhow, awesome right. industry to be in. Yeah, so you
0: know, moved back to Minnesota.
1: Um, about two years after living out here. Oh, so you moved, so you moved back to Minnesota to build the hotels. I did,
0: yep. Got it. So yeah, moved back there and I started working for a franchise called American. They had five hotels at the time. And I would go around and open up all the hotels for new franchisees. Okay. So if you're gonna own one, I'd I'd show up in your community, help you open it, help so You're helping
1: staff. you're you're helping franchisees get the ball rolling. Exactly. Got Good it. Turnkey. yep. And then we also built and,
0: and uh, developed and constructed all the hotels so I learned the development construction side which yeah. was an amazing education it' was like going to school and learning that yeah, I already knew how to run a hotel but now I know how to build them how to finance them yeah. how to get permits all of that and so yeah so all of a sudden um, I kind of recognized there might be an opportunity available sure. to go talk to my CEO of the company yeah and say hey you know if I build one of these because yeah he was more into developing them and Obviously, earning income. So you wanted that to way. build it from scratch. Yeah, I wanted to build it from scratch, and he's like, "Yeah, Dan, go for it, do it, man." And so, um, so yeah. So did they I, put
1: up the, the 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 fixed costs. Yeah. So that?
0: so what I did is I went to a small town, okay. found a couple of guys that owned some land, sure. and um, talked to them about the brand American and about what the hotel industry is all about and how you cash flow it. They got super intrigued and inspired, and literally like two weeks later, we were partners. They threw the land in. I took my money from Prices Right. Okay. and
1: borrowed a little bit from a bank. Yep. Took we the money operated. you won and you used it to start a business. Yeah, yeah. That's the craziest story. I know. We're still partners today, man. Still partners today. All yeah. right. So how many hotels do you, do you own now? Yeah, so we've got four now. At one four time, hotels. we are involved in about 20 different properties. 20 at the same time.
0: Yeah. That is crazy. And... Uh, We've done some other entrepreneurial things along the way, which has yeah. been super cool too. But insane.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. And you got a great, uh, great family. Oh, you know, great wife. family. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, how would you reflect on that? I mean, how important is the family also while you're trying to build a business? Oh, it's huge. I mean, <laughs> you know, obviously my
0: wife. You know, yeah. um, She loved hospitality as well. As a matter of fact, she was working in a hotel when we met. Yeah. And so she had a passion for that too. And and. Um, our goals just aligned from day one, what mm-hmm. we wanted to do and what we wanted to go and be and all of that. And, you know, from how many kids we wanted to have. And so, um, yeah, we got three amazing kids. And, you know, when I was young too, I took this class in school called the I Can Class. It's through Zig Ziglar. For they, sure. They had at our school. And, um, you know, first when you're like in 10th grade, you're like, oh, goals, attitude, what's that all about? Sure. You know, you're trying to be the cool kid, you know, and athlete or whatever, not pay attention. But you, as you absorb that, and it's real right and so um, I got this first Zig Ziglar book when I was 19 and it's called the wild idea sheet I recommend it to anybody huh. uh, whether you get the Zig Ziglar book or you just do you know your own wild idea sheet but it's called the wild idea sheet because that's what it is like you literally go take you know half a day or whatever or a day and you write down anything and everything you want to do be have whatever really and, every and, day yep and it, 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 no it's just like it's a whole page oh, to right okay. what you want to do be have in your like your life right yeah and, and it's crazy how that stuff will uh, manifest. And you did that? True. Yeah, I did do that. At right, yep. age 19. So yep. I, what wow, kind of car so I want to have? What kind work. of house I wanted to have? How many properties I want to have? I wanted to be an inventor. We've invented something and sold it. You know, and,
1: and all of that stuff has happened. And it all came true. It, it, it has. It's crazy. You wrote it down and you executed it. I still got the book today. Too many people have the ideas, but they don't execute. Yeah. They don't follow through. Right. Um, and that's the difference between armchair entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, one thing I've learned,
0: too, is... Um, and I talk to everybody, right? Like, whether I'm getting my hair cut. I talk yeah, to my yeah. stylist or if I'm, you know, working out and, and I talk to some young people and older people, and I'm like, man, where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? And, and, and I'm like, you know, man, have you ever thought about owning your own Aveda salon, right? Own your own uh, hair salon. And yeah, but boy, it's super expensive. I'm like, you know what? There's people that'll back you and finance you. <laughs> you just got to have the dream.
1: And you got to sell that dream. When you have big dreams, capital tends to follow. It will. And once you start making people believe you a bit more, more comes. Absolutely. And so I said, you just got
0: to have the desire to go do that. And and if that's what you want to do, you can own something like this, you know, this salon. I mean, you just got to write down, you know, how you're going to pay them back
1: and how you're going to make them successful. And within a year, you'll own your own place. It's crazy. You know? So would you say that's your piece of career advice to young people? What would it be? You know, that, that that
0: totally is. You know, I mean, I think it's, you know, do something you love yeah. and surround yourself with good people. And do do, you the, know?
1: do the things you love. Do the
0: things you love. And then, but surround yourself with good, solid people mm-hmm. because you're a reflection of the people you hang out with, right? Yeah. And so if you surround yourself with good people that have good goals and the same beliefs that you do that are on the same trajectory, they're not going to hold you back. And yeah. they're not going to talk you down and go well that's not going to work well that can't happen no. they're going to go dude that's awesome man this podcast should blow up i mean you should be you're gonna this thing's gonna be crazy for you in a few years you know
1: yeah and um and those are the kind of people you want to surround yourself with absolutely that's you know? how i feel on this trip that's how i feel with everybody around me right now all supporting me and yeah and um you know willing to sit and you know watch me do this one so totally uh it's wild uh you know this is what i live for uh meeting new people and having great conversations I can share with the world. So, yeah, 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 right on. What a setting, right? Oh, it's awesome. What a yeah, setting. Yeah, JW, Palm Desert.
0: Look at it's this. It's ridiculous, but <laughs>
1: no, your advice was insane. Yeah, thank you. There's a there's a lot of uh, people, but there's only a few characters in the world, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> and you gotta, you, try, you gotta bring it out in people. There you, know? you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dan Kellogg sharing a great story and powerful lessons on life. This wasn't your typical Our Future content but I feel so much richer in knowledge after making a new friend and learning from a great entrepreneur. I have some crazy capital C content dropping this week. I'm off of school, I'm putting my life into this, so make sure to stay tuned. And as always, stay frosty.